Hello everyone, this podcast is entitled Mother Tongue Based Multilingual Education or MTBMLE. We will also talk about the benefits and struggles of teachers, parents, and students during the implementation of MTBMLE in the curriculum of education. But before that, let me discuss you about the background of the several languages spoken in the country. So the Philippines has several languages spoken in the country. And during the Spanish colonialization, Spanish became the official lingual of the country. This was a language used in the Philippine Revolution in the 1899 Malolos Constitution. Under the U.S. occupation in the Philippines, English was used as a medium of instruction in schools. English was then added as an official language alongside Spanish. But during the presidency of Manuel L. Tazam, they created the first National Assembly for the National Language Institute on November 23, 1937. In that same year, Tagalog was chosen as the base language of the Philippines for it is widely spoken. It also helped develop some other local languages. Filipino became the national language and it was declared in the 1987 constitution. The official languages in the Philippines were now Filipino and English. In all regions of the country, Filipino is used as a lingua franca and is the most dominant language. In most regions in the Philippines, different forms of diglosia existed. Locals may use their dialect or mother tongue or regional Ringua Franca to communicate. Yet there are instances that locals do code switching. For example, locals can speak English when they are talking or communicating with outsiders, especially to foreigners. The use of vernacular languages as the official auxiliary languages in the provinces was promoted and encouraged by the Constitution of the Philippines. Regional languages, including Cebuano, are considered as one of the indigenous languages spoken in the country. Cebuano is the spoken language of the people who are native in Central Visayas and some parts of Western and Eastern Visayas as well. Cebuano was derived to describe the people living in Cebu and is often referred to as Visaya. The term Cebuano derives from Cebu plus Año, which was reflected of the Philippine Spanish colonial heritage. Cebuano is the spoken language in the province of Cebu. According to Antonio Pegafetta, an Italian explorer who first documented and compiled the first Cebuano words, Cebuano contains words of Spanish origin and the language was heavily influenced during the arrival of Spanish colonists. Cebuano had only three vowels phonemes during the pre-colonial and Spanish periods. A, I, U. With the introduction of Spanish, it later expanded into five vowels. The general Cebuano or the de facto standard Cebuano dialect is spoken and derived in the southern Cebu, also known as the Cialo dialect, or the Karkar dialect. Cebuano does not have a standardized orthography, but the spelling usually follows the pronunciation of the general or standard Cebuano, regardless of the speakers and how the speakers pronounces it. So we come to a question. Is Bisaya only for Cebuano? 
So in the province of Cebu, Cebuano is considered as a language and is mainly used by Cebuano as their lingua franca or majority language in almost all of Negros Oriental, Bohol, Southern Leyte, and Southern Masbate. The linguistic lineage of Cebuano is Austronesian, Malayo-Polynesian, Western Malayo-Polynesian, Meso-Philippines, Central Philippine, Visayan, and Cebuan. But even before the Spanish colonialization, there was no place called Cebu or now no language called Cebuano, but only a town named Subo. So the Spaniards renamed it into Cebu and described the language and people as Cebuano. Then the province of Cebu also earned the title the Queen City of the South, for it has been the center of trade and politics in the Visayas Island. Historically speaking, Cebu became the administrative center or diocese during the Spanish period. The missionaries as well noticed that the vernacular spoken in the Visayas Islands were mutually intelligible and grouped them as dialects of one language. Missionaries studied the language system of the Cebuano and helped it flourish. Antonio Pegafeta, one of Ferdinand Magellan's chroniclers, and during his expedition, recorded and wrote the first 168 words during 1521. So these were the first Cebuano words. So the grammar books, dictionaries were also written in Bisaya by some Augustinians and Jesuit friars upon their arrival. The gospels and readings of the priests were written in Latin. But however, during sermons, they translated it into Cebuano so that natives could understand it. Even until now, the standard Cebuano translations for religious publications, which include the Bible, prayers, novenas, and other materials that the Catholic Church has been using, is the Cialo Vernacular or Carcarda Laget version or Southeastern Cebuano. So, Cebuano has two meanings. The first is the word Cebu added with anio. By dissecting the word morphologically, it is evident that it is related to Cebu. This would mean something which is related to Cebu or of Cebu or from Cebu. And the second meaning describes all of the speakers of the vernaculars of Cebu regardless of their location or origin. Yet the second meaning that described Cebuano gathered oppositions and connotions. For example, Cebuano speakers in northern Mindanao trace their ancestry back to as a native to their place Cebuano speakers and not settlers or immigrants from the Visayas. They refer themselves not Cebuano but Visaya and they call their language Binisaya. The Cebuano language is closely related to Bisaya, which created confusion between speakers of Cebuano and Binisaya. So the term Bisaya is used to refer to Cebuano, whether it is used to describe the person or the language. Even though there are many languages in the Visayas, it is often interchanged which created a commotion and confusion as well. And language 
are categorized as Bisaya, including Cebuano, Hiligaynon, Waray, and other languages. And they belong to the same subgroup, and they are considered as separate languages because the syntax and morphology are different, and they are not mutually intelligible. Therefore, Bisaya is a generic word where not all Bisaya are Cebuano, but Warais and Ilongos are Bisaya, and not all Bisaya are Warai. Cebuano is interchangeable with Bisaya. For someone in Tacloban or Samar, Bisaya is interchangeable with Warai, but Cebuano, Ilongo, and Warai are not interchangeable. For the native speakers of the language, it is referred to as Binasaya. But for non-Cebuano speakers, the language is then called Cebuano. There are also possibilities as to the origin of the word Bisaya. Some researchers or historians says that it derived from the Sanskrit word Vijaya, Vihaya, which means victory or victorious. It is also said to have an astronition or in the origin. So according to Mr. Edgar Godin, the associate editor of Bisaya magazine, he differentiated Binisaya and Bisaya through these definitions. So Bisaya is someone who is native to Bisayas. They could be born or live in a different location, but the parents are from the Bisayas. This also refers to the person of the people living in that place. Binisaya refers to the language and the Visayan people, regardless of the origin and location of the speakers. Cebuano applies to all speakers of the vernaculars, mutually intelligible. Cebuano and Visaya, as people and Cebuano and Binisayan, are as language are interchangeable. So we will now discuss about MTB, MLE, or mother tongue. As part of the implementation of the K-12 education program, mother tongue-based multilingual education has become the government's banner in the Enhanced Education Act of 2013. MTB MLE has become part of the curriculum framework in education, where learners begin to use their mother tongue and additional languages in the classroom. As they begin their basic education, it is uh, said that learners can do things or best understand using their mother tongue, and it will help them develop a strong foundation in their mother tongue before adding or learning a new language. This will also increase the children's ability in developing a stronger literacy and solid foundation in the school language. So one of the goals of MTB MLE is to make Filipino children lifelong learners in their L1, which is mother tongue, L2, which is a Filipino language, which is considered as a national language, and L3, which is the English language or the global language. Hence, it will prepare the learners to develop the competencies in different areas of learning. And the implementation of MTB-MLE using the two-track method to gain proficiency in literacy through the mastery, creative and critical thinking skills for decisive decision-making by being able to comprehend the academic content.
The appropriate and effective use of the mother tongue demonstrates an appreciation of various forms of literacy, genes, and takes in one's cultural heritage. This rather gives us a different vision of the educational processes using the mother tongue. And thus, this will contribute productively to their community and the larger society as multilingual, multiliterate, and multicultural citizens of the country. So, I will also discuss key to 12 basic education program. So, under this uh, basic enhanced education is MTBMLE. So, the Department of Education or DepEd issued an order to challenge the bilingual education policy for institutionalizing mother tongue-based multilingual language. The order from DepEd requires the facilitation of MTBMLE in primary education that requires the use of the learner's first language as a medium of instructions for all subject areas, starting from pre-kindergarten up to grade 3. English and Filipinos were also taught as a separate language. The specific guidelines of MTBMLE were adopted in the K-12 Basic Education Program in 2012. Under this new order, teachers were provided with government-issued learning materials based on their regional languages that are expected to adopt and reflect the student's first language. The Philippines Congress in January 2013 supported this effort by passing the Enhanced Basic Education Act. This is in addition to the shifting education structure of K-12. This legislation requires the use of regional or native language of the learners with a mother tongue transition program as well. So, the Enhanced Basic Education Act of 2013, or known as the Republic Act 1053-3, was approved by the former president, Benigno Aquino, on May 2013. This act will strengthen the basic education system through its curriculum by increasing the number of years for basic education. So, under Section 2 of RA 1053-3 states that the state shall establish and maintain support a complete, adequate, and integrated system of education using the relevant to the needs of the people, the country, and society at large. And under Section 2, which is C, the use of appropriate languages of teaching and learning, including the mother tongue as a learning resource, will enhance the educational system by being able to provide a learner-oriented, which is responsive to the needs, cognitive, and cultural capacity under the circumstances and diversity of learners, schools, and communities. So the basic education from kindergarten and the first three years of elementary education the language of instructions, teaching materials, and assessment shall be all in regional or native language of the learners. The language understood by the learners plays a strategic role in shaping the formative years of learners. Under Section 4 of this Act, the purpose of this is that the first language or the mother tongue refers to the first language learned by a child. 
the child is then identified as a native language user of by others. This also includes Filipino sign language used by individuals with pertinent disabilities. The curriculum must also adhere to the principles and framework of mother tongue-based multilingual education. The instructional materials and capable teachers to implement MTB-MLE curriculum is also need to become available. The curriculum uh, needs to be flexible enough to enable the and allow schools to localize, digitize, and enhance the same based on their respective educational and social contexts. It is encouraging to produce teaching materials locally and needs to be approved by the regional or division education units. This is under Section 5, A, F, and H. The emphasis of MTBMLE on the four areas of development enable learners to the language development that can establish a strong education in school and lifelong learner and it will also help them focus on higher order thinking skills through cognitive development through academic development learners prepared to acquire masteries of competencies in all learning areas lastly this will also enhance the pride of the learner's heritage language and culture through social cultural awareness so the complexity of the issue of language policy in the education in the Philippines through its linguistic and cultural diversity pose a challenge in the environment for implementing a language policy that is beneficial for the whole country. About 80% of the population does not speak their first language. This is mainly because of the language instructions used in schools are Filipino and English, and it was determined by the lingual education policies. With the adaptation of the Basic Enhanced Education Act of 2013, which included the use of mother tongue-based multilingual education as a part of the curriculum, this would mean that associating mother tongue languages to learners would support the shift in the language policy and support mother tongue instruction in the early years of child's education. The use of MTBMLE was adopted by DEPED and the Congress as a medium of language instruction in all schools in the Philippines. Studies have been conducted and suggested that the second and third languages can be easily acquired by learners if they have a strong foundation of their first language during their early education. With the implementation of DepEd MTBMLE, the expected outcomes and challenges arise, one of which is the implementation of the policy was unclear and it was not aligned with the desired mother tongue approach and it also lacked of suitable materials. Tensions also arise since the language English is associated as globalizing force that entails powers and economic growth. Favoring English over mother tongue education programs also confront the local ideological challenges. So the main purpose of this study is to examine and give clarifications of MTBMLE and give us insight what are the benefits as well as 
what are the struggles of MTB, and how the teachers choose their lessons or make their modules with MTB MLE. And we also have to talk about the benefits of MTB MLE in pupils and how it will contribute to their learning the first language or Bisaya. So with the implementation of MTB MLE under the Basic Enhanced Education Act of 2013, teachers were able to use their mother tongue as a medium of instruction of all subject areas. With the effective implementation of MTB MLE, learners gain proficiency in literacy to comprehend academic content and gain mastery in the curriculum through creative and critical thinking skills. It also provides a strong foundation of literacy to learners at an early age and includes comprehension in reading, other languages, and oral proficiency that help learners develop a vocabulary for languages such as L2, which is Filipino, and L3, which is English. This will also assist learners in engaging in a discussion wherein they are already familiar with using their first language and a better understanding of culture through this curriculum with the integra integration of application and appropriate knowledge schemes. Using mother tongue language, the learner's critical and cognitive skills are strengthened. Learners can articulate their ideas and expound their thoughts in both languages. MTB MLE cultivates and analyzes comprehensions of learners. A strong bridge for listening, speaking, reading, and writing is provided through MTB MLE. As the learners transition gradually from L1 to L2 and L3, it would be easy for them to do it for the fact that it can help them build fluency and confidence in using other languages. Despite the benefits of MTB MLE, Teachers, parents, and students also had difficulties when it was first implemented. Teachers had difficulty in explaining their lessons to their students since they must translate them by word and let them or and let the learners understand the idea or the meaning of the specific word. They also have a difficulty in teaching students since the start of the pandemic. Instead of a face-to-face -face class, they must send module learning materials to their students. The parents serve as home tutors for their students, and they also have to translate the lessons to their children. For those students whose first language or mother tongue is English, they had a difficulty in completing their modules since the language medium of instruction is in Bisaya. Therefore, they have to obtain help from their parents and home tutors. So for many years, English-only and multilingual education bills were only implemented in Philippine education. But during the Basic Enhanced Education Act of 2013 that required the use of the learner's first language as primary med medium of instruction during the primary education, this calls for an order of MTBMLE to include primary education curriculum. The reason of adopting MTB MLE in the Philippines was to increase the student's achievement. This can only be possible by developing their cognitive development 
in the first language and using it as a basis for learning other languages which are Filipino and English during the later years. The study examined the impact of MTB MLE in the Philippines that has provided understanding with the implementation of mother tongue as a part of the curriculum in primary education. Benefits of MTB MLE and struggles experienced by teachers and students were also presented. With MTB MLE, learners are quicker when to learn when using the first language. It would be easier for them to speak and write the second language. And learners who were taught to read and write in the first language acquire competencies more quickly as well. The, it demonstrates the role of teachers, parents, and teaching learnings in the first language. And their involvement in the interaction of open spaces helps the success of the learners in the future.